Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, greetings, salutations, and welcome to Shuffology Podcast. We welcome you to come into the lab with us as we talk about some amazing, really banging tunes with your fellow Shuffologists. My name is Josh Devetta. We have Asabi Goodman. Hey, hey. And Liam Madden. Good morning, everyone. And every week we have a theme. And within that theme, we talk about... Good morning. <laughs> Sorry, that just really hit me just then. <laughs> I was going so well with my intro. But yeah, every week we have a theme. And within that theme, the three of us choose five songs each. And we just basically talk about it. That's How right. exciting is that? Yay. There's nothing better than talking about music. Now, we are on episode five. So this is our fifth week oh on the gosh, air. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. <laughs> we say this every week, and I actually can't believe it either, yeah. <laughs> to be quite honest. Um, Liam, know. how you going? What's going on? Tell us the feels. Tell us everything. Well, it's actually evening time, and I do apologise. I got confused. That's all right. Every Aww. day is Monday during this isolation. Yes, it is. Yeah, every day just feeds into the other. Yes. Just like, what's actually happening? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Is time? Is it beer time? Who knows? <laughs> it's always beer every, time. That's right. There's every always time for a cocktail. All right. Well, what have you been doing lately? Oh, just writing some music. Lovely. And, and teaching. And trying to inspire students. Well, I'm inspired every day when I'm around you, Liam. Same. Mm, <laughs> you can inspire uh, me. I, I walked into that one and I'm so disappointed. <laughs> and Asabi, how are you going? I'm doing well, thank you, Josh. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. What have you been up to? Working like a fiend. <laughs> well, that's what you do. you got to make stuff happen in your that's life. That's right. you got to work 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 work, 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 work. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I've been really, really good. Thank you again for asking. Oh. <laughs> Josh, did, you yeah, did we leave you out, baby? Sorry. <laughs> it's also hard. I don't know how to ever like uh, get someone else to ask me how I'm going. <laughs> so I just <laughs> you just take it. I just take it take exactly. It. Take those opportunities. Mm. Uh, I've been really, really well. I've had a couple of uh, recording projects that I've been a part of, which is great. Awesome. Um, including this podcast, which Yay. is actually becoming a very much a highlight of my week, it which is, is good. Um, yeah, but I've just been remaining creative, trying to uh, stay productive without mm. trying too hard to be productive to the point where it's like, as in I'm not trying to have a competition with anyone else no. to see who's the most productive. The competition really is within myself. And just for our listeners out there, if you haven't checked out Josh's Facebook page or Instagram even, he does these amazing acapella renditions of songs with himself. <laughs> Is the most beautiful thing. I love it. I was overworking with everyone, so I said, stuff years old, I'm going to work right. for myself. Work it. <laughs> work it. I'll be soprano, alto, tenor, and melody. How's the, yeah. Hey, what about bass? Um, sometimes there's bass. Mm-hmm. It just depends on the song. All about that bass. Yes, um, which is really, really cool. Well, you know what? As I said before, we have an amazing theme this week. The theme, which I'm really excited for, is TV 
themes. Yes, TV show themes. <laughs> finally, we Woo-hoo. talked about it. We discussed it. Now we're finally going to make it a reality. We're going to talk about TV themes today, which I'm super duper excited about because as a child, I was basically raised by the television and my parents, <laughs> <laughs> which is good. Uh, you know, they say that video killed the radio star. It did. And also back like back then, I used to call my Panasonic television my babysitter. Oh. Which these days an iPad is definitely a babysitter. Yes, <laughs> in 2020, found. which is ex- always a you know a, a worry, a point of controversy. It's a worry. Uh, and also an educational resource apparently as well. But yeah, so if you're excited about what we're going to be talking about, then keep on listening. This episode was supported by Breaking Rules Publishing. Breaking Rules Publishing is currently accepting submissions in all genres, including for their four magazine lines, Horror Magazine The Scribe, Triangle Writers, and the soon-to-be-released Someday Magazine. They also have several short story anthologies, such as The Hollow, Where All Evil Lies, and the upcoming Wedding Anthology. For more information, visit BreakingRulesPublishing.com, as well as their podcast, Writer Someday to Author Today. This is our fifth week on the air, which is really, really exciting. And I have uh, spoken to my fellow colleagues and I said, you know what, team, I want to start integrating and incorporating sound bites <laughs> into our show because I feel like that's what it needs uh, just to take our show to the next level. So mm. uh, we've got three sound bites. <laughs> yes, I'm very excited about it. <laughs> very this. high high level production here. So if I happen to like or agree with what you have to say or love your song choice, you'll get a Which is really, really exciting. We all, uh, if you don't know, that's just a lot of whistling happening, <laughs> which it is a good me. thing. It was me. It was a sobbing. <laughs> now, if I don't like what you have to say, or if I just think that you are wrong, <laughs> you'll hear a. No, 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 no. <laughs> that was Liam on that rim shot there. That was, yeah, that was Liam on the rim <laughs> shot. I was actually singing those notes. That's right. <laughs> and now, every time we talk about flops, you'll hear. Which actually, I feel like this soundbite is going to be used the most for me. I think it's going to be used for other things than it's exactly, a flop. Yeah, exactly right. Um, I tried incorporating it last episode, but I forgot that I was. And so, <laughs> all of us, um, so we do apologize that you started randomly hearing whistle tones, uh, no, 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 no's, and bam, uh, bam, like randomly throughout the show. Uh, so, that is actually what we're doing with these soundbites, just to make the conversation a little bit more exciting. Yes. Well, I'm really, really excited. Our theme this week is TV themes, it's a playlist podcast. So We've all chosen five five TV themes that maybe mean a lot to us or we just love the sound of or we can't ever stop singing them because that's the point about TV themes. They're supposed to stay in your head. It's yes. like jingles. It's really, really simple, really, really catchy. Or it could be um, what we've done. We've either cho- chosen licensed songs, meaning the song already existed before the television show, yep. or we've done TV themes that have been specifically written for the show. Yep. So it could be an original song, basically, in that way. So our first batter up. <laughs> batter up. Hear that call. There's no crying in baseball. What? <laughs> <laughs> and that is our lovely Asabi Goodman. Hey, hey. Was it? <laughs> That's I could win a lip sync. Yeah, that. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, Asabi, yes, hit us with your best shot. Oh my god! Okay, so first of all, TV show themes is like my jam. Yes. I love them so much. I used to sing them all the time as a kid. I, oh, it's so good. And I want to dedicate my list to a good friend, Sarah Tucker. Hey, Sarah. Hey. 
Hello, Sarah. <laughs> so she she actually suggested this theme when uh, on Instagram, and we had already talked about it, but I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to give you a shout-out for that. So Absolutely. Yes. So the first, <laughs> my first show is called, these are going to be shows that you guys have probably never heard of, WKRP in Cincinnati. WKRP. Is that the, what the show is called? That's the show. WKRP, WKRP in, in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Not to be confused with WSKIG Skid Row Radio. That's from that's a little shop of horrors. Yeah, reference. no, definitely not. <laughs> My boss knows what I was <laughs> Yeah, he, he had a little he turned his to head like, yeah. hey. <laughs> definitely not Skid Row. It is Cincinnati. Well, I'm going to Cincinnati. Who knows? No, that's true. Um, <laughs> so, this one this is special for me. So, this was a show that I used to watch as a kid. So, it was it ran for four seasons on the National Broadcasting Company or NBC as we called it in America, um, debuted in 1978. And it was set in the beautiful state of Ohio, which is where I was born. Oh, who the ho? Who the ho? Ohio. <laughs> yep, that's right. Um, and it, it's back in the 70s, we kind of had this really easy listening sort of sound mm -hmm. that was very popular. And well so um, this, the song was written by the series creator, Tom Wells, uh, or sorry, no, uh, Hugh Wilson. Tom Wells wrote the song, and Hugh Wilson wrote the lyrics, and Hugh Wilson was the series creator. Ah, yeah, yes. Yeah. And so it was number 65 on the Billboard Hot 100, so it actually did well. It's a full song, and it was number 29 on the Adult Contemporary charts in 1982. So by that time, the, the show was ending. But right. But um, who, let's see, Lonnie Anderson was on the show. So she's probably the most, for me anyway, the most famous person that was on the show. She was like the blonde bombshell of the time. Right. And it was a comedy, so a little half-hour comedy show. But it was it was fun, and it was a show that I remember watching with my family. Um, so it's a, and the song, let's see, how does it go? Um, Baby, if you ever wondered, wondered whatever became of me. I'm living on the air in Cincinnati, Cincinnati, WKRP. Aww. And I loved that so much. I don't know why, but I really, really loved it. It just made me feel good. I think ev all of these songs that I've chosen, a lot of them are from the 70s. And they, they do have that sort of easy listening yes. feel. And they just, you know, oh, they, and that song. So that particular song was written for that show. Now, the next tune that I have... Yes, please tell, let us know. Is, um, it's called <laughs> Welcome Back. Oh, I know this one. Yeah, yes. you know this tune? Yes. Yeah, so. Welcome back, welcome back, back welcome, welcome back. back. Yeah, exactly. That had John Travolta in yes, it. Yes, John Travolta yes. was in it. He was one of the sweat hogs. Yes, so Barbarino was his Barbarino, name. Barbarino, yes. Yep. So the name of the show was Welcome Back, Cotter. Yes! Yep. Now, <sighs> originally the show was just going to be called Cotter, but they really liked this song. So this song was not written for the show, but they really liked the uh, they liked the song, and so they wanted to use it on the show. So they changed the name of the show to Welcome Back, Cotter, to make it fit with the song. I think Welcome Back, Cotter also just runs off the tongue a little. Like I like that it's three words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's about you know a guy who leaves and he comes back home. Yes. You know, he and goes I like off. To and I think also because it goes Welcome Back, and then mm. Cotter. So yes. you get the you, you get the Cotter. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, so it was number one on the Billboard Hot 100. <laughs> Amazing. And then uh, number 93 on Country. 
<laughs> I don't know. Um, it doesn't really sound like a, a country the song to me. But the country people obviously hated it. <laughs> I can guess so. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, but this, I don't know what it was about this song that I, I want to say that hearing these songs sort of led me to singing at the time. Yeah. Because I was really young. And these were the types of, like, uh, other than, you know, some things that you would hear on the radio, but these were the songs that I was going around singing in my house and just kind of, like, crooning. I'm more of a crooner than anything else. And these are the kind of songs that I was Well, and I think TV themes from that era, I think that uh, that's the achievement, is that Mm. you're still singing the theme song when the show's not on and you're around the kitchen and you're like, welcome back, welcome back. Exactly. (laughs) 40 years later and you're still singing these songs, right? My goodness, love that, love that. Mm. All right, my third song. Uh, this is an, uh, another croony song. They really, really are all crooners. Um, Without Us. Oh. Um, family Ties. Yes. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Love it. <laughs> yes. Now, in season one, or the first half of season one, this song was sung by a different couple of artists Mm -hmm. and then in the middle of season one they switch to Jeff Berry uh, sorry not Jeff Berry Johnny Mathis I can't read my own um, handwriting and Denise Williams so and they're the ones who made the song popular so I think the song was always popular but then they when they recorded it and sang it it became a big hit and it's the one that you know when you when you hear it it's that's the version that you're hearing you're hearing their version it's true. Um, oh, this is a show that had Michael J. Fox in it. Yes, Michael J. Fox. Courtney Canadian. Cox. Court- no. Wasn't she? Courtney Cox, no. I thought Courtney Cox was in it. Oh, no, 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 it was... Season uh, six and seven, I'm pretty Bateman, sure she was in. Julie, it was Justin Bateman's sister. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, just, Justine Bateman. Justine, that's yes. right. I don't, I've always wondered if they were twins. I don't know. I never looked that up. Um, so Justine Bateman and... Um, Oh, what was the name of the youngest sister? Yothers? Um, something. Is it Tina? Tina Yothers. Yeah, t- yeah Tina. Yeah. Yeah. So it was always the three of them, the three kids, until later in the series they had a little brother. Because this is this is pre-Back to the Future. Yeah, yes, this is, yeah, this it was show right launched, before. This show launched him, yeah. Yep, so Back to the Future was in 1985, and this show was 1982. So it was ah, only, yeah, just, yeah. It was oh only just before Back to the Future. Yeah, so this is oh, just a great tune without us. Now, my fourth tune, <laughs> I, made some the, edits. The, I made some edits. Oh, she, she's done her notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I did some notes. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. This is like every black person song, yeah. <laughs> right? We're going to move on up. The Jeffersons. That's right, the yes! Jeffersons. Yes. Yes, oh, my Tell God. Tell us more, Okay, sorry. okay, okay. So, moving on up is from the Jeffersons. It was composed by Jeff Berry and... Janae Dubois, and yes, I did say that, and then yes. it was sung by Janae Dubois, so she was the one right. that sang yes, it, yes, yes, yes. 1975, this should have been my 1975 hit from my birth year, um, and it was on CBS, and yes. which is the, uh, what was it, the Columbia Broadcasting. Huge s- network. Yeah. Yep. yep, so CBS, it's still around, mm-hmm. being one of our main networks in the U.S., and this was a, this production was brought on by Norman Lear. Oh, really? Yes. Oh this was God. one of his productions. So Norman Lear is the producer behind All in the Family, mm. Good Times, Sanford and Son. So they were very iconic shows for the time because, you know, we it, it's just post-segregation. So we desegregated America. And it's the first time that you're really starting to see 
quote unquote black life on television. Oh, that's why it was so groundbreaking. Yes, at the time. exactly. And and so the you really didn't have that before. And so Norman Lear, I remember listening to. So he's very old. He's like in his nineties, I think. And he's still I remember, alive, yeah? yeah, he's yeah, still yeah. alive. I remember listening to an interview with him, and you know they were asking him, "How do you? How did you come up with?" the characters for all these shows because they are so iconic. And he said, well, you know, sometimes I would just be riding the train and I would, I'd see a guy just in, you know, out of his window in his apartment. And I just, I would wonder what, what is that guy doing? What's his life like? Mm -hmm. And he would just take it from there. So, you know, you'd see a guy either hanging out laundry or, you know, watering a plant or doing whatever. And he would start to build these stories around these characters. So that he really observed life. That was, and so his his TV shows were iconic because of that Absolutely. because they were very true and real portrayals of people and they weren't always stereotypical. Yes, you know. And so what I really loved about Moving On Up, the Jeffersons, Moving On Up, was that it 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 portrayed black people rising in society. Mm. You know, not showing them as just being maids or what have you, but actually giving you a true picture of uh, black life. And it was fun. It was comical. It was a, it was a great show, but that song, <laughs> that song is very <laughs> iconic and yes. amazing, and, and it's one that we love to sing. Um, now, my last one. Oh, it's already at the end. I know. I was we're so excited by, <laughs> by all these songs. <laughs> I, had I had more. Um, this, t- so this is one of this is my favorite TV show. My favorite, right? favorite, yes. favorite TV show. I want to work for this. Showrunner someday. Oh, amazing. Um, Shonda Rhimes. Yes. Sure, yep, we all know Shonda Rhimes. She's like the, the great. Most, yes, yes, the most important woman in television at the moment. Um, she's written a number of amazing shows. She was groundbreaking with Grey's Anatomy because she did colorblind casting. Yes. They just, you know, whoever came in, oh my God, you're a good actor. We want you for that role, regardless yeah. of what they looked like. Just amazing. It's uh, Cozy in the Rocket. Which is the Grey's Anatomy theme. Oh, yes. yes, 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 yes. Beautiful song. And one of the cool things about uh, the group, so the name of the group is Sap, and the song is from 2005. So it was written for Grey's Anatomy, and they use toy instruments to create Ah, their music. Ah, right. So it's a style of music that's known as Toytronica. Like electronica, <laughs> but toytronica, right? Because they use toy instruments to produce their music. So I love this tune. It's 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 just really cute. Like you can hear the little xylophone in yes. it, and it's just it's just the cutest. And they they sing in these really soft sort of high soprano kind of voices. Mm. And it's it, it's sort of become like Grey's Anatomy is an iconic show for modern day yes. television. It's been going for a long time. Too. It has. It is the longest running um, medical drama ever. Is it? Yep. Well, yeah, I remember um, it when it um, first got released. I was in high school. Mm. And then only just in the last couple of weeks, someone was like, oh, I've been watching Grey's Anatomy. I went, is that show still going? Yeah, still going. <laughs> yeah. Season 16 just Holy, finished. Oh, my God. Yep, and they've signed on for another. So I stopped 17. watching after that um, really huge one about the gunman in the hospital. Uh, that was season was six? six, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That and was 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Asabi. Thank you. Just when I felt young. 
Oh no, I'm just saying my show is that old. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, Still going. and also they um, advertised it that um, the way that they promoted it, they made Patrick Dempsey on the promotions a lot. Oh, did they? Yeah. So and so we all thought that Gray was him. Him. Oh. But it's not. It's Ellen Pompeo's character. Yes, Ellen Pompeo. Yeah. 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 Now I I started watching that show because I was watching another show called Six Degrees. Um, oh, I can't remember the name of the actress that was in it, but it was basically a show that the, the premise was six degrees of separation and it followed a group of New Yorkers and of strangers, right. okay. but then how they sort of were interconnected to each other through this whole idea of six degrees of separation and only ran for one season. I loved the show. I thought right. it was great. Um, we didn't really have things on the internet the way we do now. So you yes. couldn't read and find out you're like, Oh, what's happening with this show? Blah, blah, blah. So all of a sudden that show was being canceled and I was really upset about it. <laughs> and they replaced it with this show, Grey's Anatomy. And I was like, oh, it's like ER. I don't want to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, but I, I was like, oh, well, what am I going to do? So I watched it anyway and I went, oh, well, this isn't too bad. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll come back and see what happens <laughs> next week. And yeah, and I've been hooked ever and since. 16 seasons later. 16 seasons later, she's still watching. Um, I haven't. I, I did miss a couple of seasons when I moved over here, but you know the internet's a powerful thing. It sure is. And I mm. think um, Stan has all the seasons on there, or something like that. It, as well. Stan only goes up to season thirteen. Stan, right. get yourself right. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, Stan. You heard it here first. That's right. Well, Asabi, those choices are absolutely incredible. Thank you always you. choose some great songs for us to delve into and find out, or even just reaffirm how much we love it, which mm-hmm. is great. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have a short break, and we'll be back right after. The beep. Beep. Do you like horror? Do you like the supernatural? The spooky? Do you like bone-chillingly, terrifyingly, horrifying true stories of real life? But you're actually just a big baby like me. Well, my name's James and welcome to the Scared Shitless Podcast. Every week I retell a terrifying true horror story to friends and colleagues, as well as hear their true life horror stories and experiences. Join me as I go on a journey of ooky spookiness and scare myself shitless in the making. Hello. Hi, we're back again. We're back, 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 back again. Back again. Oh my goodness. Well, Asabi just uh, in the last segment gave us her uh, song choices uh, or TV theme choices. Yes. Uh, Very, very educational actually. And also really, really um, iconic as well. Especially talking about the Jeffersons, Grey's Anatomy, what they've done for television in general. Um, I'm really, really inspired. And we also, let's not forget that we have Liam Madden on the line. Hey, Liam. Hey guys! Hey hey hey! Oh, it's good to hear you again. Oh, <laughs> um, hi! Hey 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 I hey! I've missed hey. you. I've missed you too. In Thanks fact, you so get a soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Just excited I am about Liam. Yes. <laughs> That's what I've always wanted. I wanted my own soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll get one ready for you next week, <laughs> which is cool. Well, Liam, as we know, we've been talking about TV themes, and what I really really like is that we're probably all are in different, um, like eras of television when you think about it as well like because of our age differences and things like that and so i would love to know what are your tv shows and their themes associated what's your top five let me know 
my top five. Well, here we go. Are you guys ready? I am yes. excited. I've had my last sip of Pepsi Max. I'm here. <laughs> very good. Very good. Well, you say that um, we we could have uh, shows from different eras, but yeah. I do have one that I'll start off with. That is the Monkeys TV show. Oh, in May. Yes. Okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Great. Tell us more. Well, so being being raised in a very musical family, I um I was introduced to uh, comedic sort of um, music influences. Um, the Monkeys being one of them. Um, mm-hmm. Monty Python, another one, but. Yes. With the monkeys, I found them quite quite entertaining. My dad used to put on the TV show every now and again. Um, but yeah, I, I chose this one because it's a very lighted, light-hearted song. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. It's quite fun, quite boppy. And I used to, I think this was one of the songs that I learned to play drums to, one of the many songs. Um, but yeah, dad and I, I'm pretty sure dad and I jammed to this song a lot. Uh, when I was starting out playing playing the drums. Um, now, the Monkees, as a band, didn't write a lot of their music. Oh, uh, no, they don't. The whole Tin Can Alley sort of situation, um, people were writing for them, and yes. then they would perform it. Um, Did you say Tin Can or Tim Pan? Tin, tin Pan, sorry. Oh, sorry. Tin Pan, <laughs> sorry. I've got a tin of Coke right next to me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sugar rush. I've got a Bicky tin of... Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> oh, sorry. Did you say Bickies? Yeah, Bickies. Bickies. Oh, I want a Bicky. Oh, we should have Bickies. Yes, we I should. should. Okay, I, w- I will later. Anyway, okay. Sorry, keep going, Liam. Sorry. Um, yeah, so two versions of this song were recorded. One for the, for the album, The Monkees, and then another shorter version was recorded for the television show. Right. Yeah. So you know that that's the show that has that iconic walk when they're arm in arm, they're linked arm in arm, and yes. they're like stepping in front of each yes. other. I love that. We used to do that all the time with my friends. I feel when like I was did a kid. they copy that from the Beatles? Uh, I don't think so. You might be thinking of the Abbey Road Crossing. The no, Beatles? not the Abbey Road no. Crossing. I feel no. like that's something the Beatles would have done at some point, maybe in did Help, they? because they were another um sort of. Even though the Beatles weren't truly comedic, um, although they they. They kind of were. The yeah, were. Yeah, they were. were the musicians they were. And the Beatles were in the, the beginning. People. Yeah, I don't. I'm gonna look that up. I'm curious. Did the monkey was was that around the same era as like Partridge Family and all that kind of? I think the Partridge Family came just after the monkeys. Oh, what right. year? What? Because they were in the 70s. Right. What the monkeys were they in the 60s or were they in the early 70s? Uh, late sixties, early seventies. Right. Yeah, so, so I think the Partridge Family was because, after that. Yeah, because I actually remember watching the Partridge Family on television. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just thinking, like, yeah, traveling family band, like, yeah, yeah that's the vibe yeah. I'm thinking in my head. Yeah. Sorry, excuse mm. me. And w- so we've had uh, the the Monkeys. Yes. What was the second yeah. one? So my second one for this evening is actually called Hey Beautiful. We're back. We're back to a modern sort of era. Oh yes, 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 yes. Um, how it's I'm, called uh, Hey Beautiful Beautiful by the Solids, and it's the How I Met Your ah, Mother Ah, yes, theme. thought so, yeah, yes. That sounded familiar. Great show, by the way. Really, really great oh, show. I love that show so much. I wish it was still on Netflix, but they took it off, and now it's on Stan, and I don't have a Stan account, so Aww. I can't watch my, uh, my guilty pleasure slash leisure viewing anymore. Oh, that's a shame. That is tough. Mm, you also can't watch shame. RuPaul's Drag Race. 
Yeah, that's true. Mm, you should get Stan. Yeah, and get Stan just for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I got Stan. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to RuPaul. Hey, girl. Goodness. <laughs> and um, so with the How I Met Your Other theme, uh, yeah. Liam, um, is it the TV show that gives you the feeling of why you like the song or do you just like the song as a standout by itself? Well, yeah, I, I heard the song first from the TV show. Yes. Um, and, and when I first listened to the song on, on the album, How I Met Your Music, which came out after the, after the I think, season seven or something, they released the um, some of the iconic songs. Oh, like a soundtrack. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's um, cool. And, and I was listening to it. It was the first track on the album, and I was like, uh, what? What is this? And it's the last twelve seconds um, of the song that goes into the ba 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 da 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 it's the song. Yeah, that's true. It. Which which makes it exciting to listen to as a listener, I think, as well. Yeah. Like, oh, totally. Something to look forward to at the at the very end. Absolutely. Well, we've had uh, the monkeys. We've had How I Met Your Mother. What's your third choice, Liam? My third choice is the Big Bang show theme by yes. the Bare Naked Ladies. Yes, 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 yes. Another huge show of our time. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. Now I'm gonna be honest. I'm not. I, I like the show. It it is fun, right? But it's not one that I love the most. It's not my one of my go tos. And the reason being is that when I was in high school, people mm-hmm. kept on saying, "You remind me of Sheldon." Sheldon. <laughs> and I'm like, "What? You absolutely do not. Yeah, I have no I real life Sheldons. You, you are yeah. nothing like Sheldon." And like you, like. <laughs> I think they were doing you a disservice, Liam. So I actually understand why you would hate that. <laughs> mm, you're <laughs> way cuter yes. and much oh, more fun you. to be around. Yeah, and also like Sheldon is not real. <laughs> like, but there are I know people. That yeah, yes. Like him. I, I think oh yeah, like the um, intellectual uh, superiority. Yes, uh, it's socially awkward. But socially awkward. Yeah, yes. yeah. So oh, look, thing. I have my moments, but oh, no, we, all do, we all do, Charles. We all do. Yeah, Sheldon is. Oh, goodness. Well, so we've got the monkeys. We've got uh, Big Bang Theory. We've got How I Met Your Mother. Liam, what's your fourth choice? Um, These are really great, by the way. I love them. My fourth choice is Superman. I'm no Superman from Scrubs. Oh, Oh, yes. yes. I loved that show. I I adored this show. This, yeah, this show. I I feel like this show was one of the shows that got me through high school. Oh, um, great choice! And such a specific writing style too. Like it's got its own um, cadence to its humor. It's really, mm. really yeah. I, I really I remember really, really enjoying it when I was in high school as yeah. well. I've heard that's doctors, really. people that I know who are doctors, say that that's probably the most realistic medical show on TV because more it, than Grey's Anatomy. Yes. Oh, because Grey's Anatomy. Come on, all the drama. Yeah. And the, <laughs> How can that much drama happen in one hospital? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> always hooking up in on-call rooms. Come on now. Yes. That's not real. Well, that's the kind of hospital I prescribe to personally. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to work there. <laughs> You'd be extra, extra busy. Yes, exactly. Mm. And probably only be cast as an extra. Thank so, you. <laughs> oh, that's a great choice. And Liam, what's your last one? My last choice is uh is a simple plan song and i'm Ooh. pretty sure I, i'm not a hunt i can't be 100 percent sure of this but i have a feeling 
Actually, no. I, I can be 100% sure. Yeah, Watching be sure. Scooby-Doo by uh, Simple Plan. Yes. It was written for the show. Um, <laughs> it had to yeah. have been. Yes. Yeah, it had to have been. I had to think about that for a second. I was like, mm. So is there like a newer Scooby-Doo? There's oh, so mate. many. There's There's been so many uh, different versions of, of, um, of that. that one show, of that right. one sort of idea of Scooby-Doo. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Be Shaggy, Fred, Daphne, and Velma. Yes, but is it the same Different song, just remixed, or...? Different songs completely. Oh, really? So it doesn't sound like, come on, Scooby-Doo, I see you, like from no, the 60s or whatever it was. I love that yeah, Scooby-Doo yeah. That's song. Because when, when, when I saw that on your list, I was like, oh, yeah, and then you wrote like another band. I was like, sorry, who? <laughs> I mean, I know who Simple Plan are because yeah. back in the mid-2000s, they were slamming. Yeah. I'm trying to forget that I'm addicted to you. I'm a dick. I'm a dick. To- yeah, sorry. This is like, yeah, the pop punk uh, going into the emo movement of the mid of the mid 2000s so and so with the simple plan version liam um is it more rocky like what's going on with it oh absolutely it it is that sort of pop punk sort of right sound um and simple plan actually had some songs featured on the scooby-doo movie uh soundtracks which i think led into their opportunity to be the writers for the um the new show the new show of the time, rather. There, there's probably been another two different uh, series redevelopment right. uh, since. But, um, but yeah, they had, um, I don't want to think about you, think about me, don't figure this out, whatever that song is on um, Monsters Unleashed. And oh. another one on the first live-action film. Can't remember the name off the top of hand. Um, but, yeah, uh, so that all fed in from one to the other. And, right, um, so they so they were on the Scooby Doo movies that had Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah Michelle Gellar. Is that those ones? That's right. it, yeah. Oh, I love those albums. I've got to, I've got to say, the two old people on the podcast were like, oh. <laughs> Sarah Michelle Gellar, a Buffy, Buffy. <laughs> and they were married, weren't they? They still are married. Are they still, they're still married? married. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! And Freddie Prince Jr. Because I looked into this one. Okay. <laughs> one time, mm-hmm. he now is into cooking, so he has like his own cooking TV segments and things like really? that. Really? Yeah. Oh, he's basically check it quit out. Hollywood. Yeah. Well, yeah. sort of. If he's cooking. On yeah. A that's, show. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, so that's true. He's done some voices for Star Wars. Has like, he? Oh. Yeah. Really? The um, the Rebels show. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Oh, I'm like on Clone Wars and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. 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 Right. Oh, that's good. I've only seen some of those. Well, because I'm pretty sure I'm Sarah Michelle Gellar and Selma Blair are still friends because of From Cruel Intentions back in the day. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Great movie. Sorry, keep going. Sorry, Liam. I've hijacked your segment once once again. (laughs) That's all right. That's all right. So I've got two honorable honorable mentions that I'll, you know, if we have time to add them to the playlist. Of course. Tell us. (laughs) Tell us what they are. (laughs) Okay. So the first one is the ABC remix by Pendulum. ABC, ABC as remix? in the Jackson 5? 
No, sorry, the ABC as in the ABC News. <laughs> like here <laughs> in <laughs> Australia? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So um, the ABC News had this, you know, this big anthem. Um, of, I don't know if it's still going, but anyway, Pendulum remixed it, and it's it is really cool, really well done. Um, okay. And the listen. other other yeah. honourable mention I'd like to make is the Twilight Zone theme because oh, something sorry. really <laughs> spooky happened earlier. I'm zooming into uh, this podcast tonight, and uh, the cats were in the garage, and my housemate was somewhere else, and one of the lunch boxes just fell off the table earlier, and I thought, ah, okay. Oh, that, 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 did you did you say one of the cats? Do you have more than one? Yeah, there's two cats here. Oh. I've only ever seen one in your Zoom. Right. Mm. Are you sure that, that one second is one is real? <laughs> Might be a ghost. <laughs> I, I, I only heard Twilight and I went, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah, Twilight like, Zone. That yeah, ain't a like, movie. Yeah, it was like, what, is, what, what, the, what the Robert Pattinson is going on around <laughs> here? <laughs> well, I am more than excited to hear these choices because a lot of them I actually didn't even know, Liam, which is really, really cool that I don't know because usually I know everything. So this is really super educational for me actually which I'm really really excited by so that's uh, so we've had Asabi's choices we've had Liam's choices and after the break we're going to get into Josh's yes. choices okay what, what? we'll be back welcome back to Shuffology you're hanging with your Shuffologists Asabi Goodman Josh DeVetta yes. and myself Liam Madden Woo! <laughs> And we're about to hear what Josh's top five TV themes are. Oh, my god! Over to you. Wait to hear this. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know what? As I said um, at the, in our intro, I was raised by the television and watching lots and lots and lots of television shows. So uh, what I've done is I've chosen songs that have been specifically written for the show or um, known songs that became the TV theme sort of thing and so I've tried to give an, and I've tried to go like you know uh, old school new, mid school new school <laughs> whatever the schools are mm. so my first choice because it's one of my favourite comedies of all time is the nanny name Fran yeah. <laughs> very cool she was working in a bridal shop in flashing queens till the boyfriend kicked around in one of those crashing scenes what was she to do where was she to go she was out on her fanny <laughs> over the bridge of flashing to the Sheffield's door I could go on forever uh, for the whole 42 second thing but uh, yeah. Is it only 42 seconds? Well, yeah, the theme is, but there's is there's actually a full song. Is there a full song? Yes, oh, and I want to hear that well, full yeah, song. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on Spotify or something like that. Written by Anne Hampton Calloway, who is the sister of the famous Liz Calloway, who is the singing voice of Anastasia. Oh, yes. I did not know this. And also the singing voice of the sequel Jasmine's, so for Return of Jafar and Aladdin King of Thieves. Wow. Also the Swan Princess sing. Um, yes. The Swan Princess singing voice. The movie royalty. The movie singing royalty. Yes. Um, Nala in the second, um, uh, yeah, Lion King 2 Simba's Pride. <laughs> and also she, um, but also she's a very, she was quite Broadway famous at the time because I think she was in Baby. Okay. Um, I'll talk about Liz Calloway, not Anne Hampton Calloway, by yeah, the way. No. <laughs> um, and also Liz Calloway for me actually has one of the most purest voices that's ever been in a recording studio in, in history, to be quite honest. Like her voice is a, 
is a princess voice, you yeah. know, like, wow. and um, she has some fabulous stories about how she was down to the top five for the Little Mermaid, didn't get it, mm. was down to the top three for Belle, didn't get it, but it got, but they asked her to sing in the chorus part. So like, there's actually one part she sings um in the intro, uh, in Belle's song um so um bonjour and she sings oh. good day, <laughs> like yes. that's her line, oh. um and then was down to the final two for Princess Jasmine. And obviously, we know that Leia Salonga got that, and they were both doing Miss Saigon at the time. So, wow. <laughs> yeah. mm. And so she she famously says that hotel scene where there was a bit more anger happening <laughs> in that scene than normal. So really, really cool. But anyway, back to Anne Hampton Calloway, yeah, famously. But um, Liz Calloway recorded the background sing- vocals with her oh. for the theme song, which is really, really, really cool. Um, why do I love the, this theme? Ever since forever. So. Because the show aired from 1993 to 1999, so it had six seasons, starring Fran Drescher, who's also a writer on the show and a producer on the show, um, uh, Charles Shaughnessy, uh, Miles Davis, is it Miles Davis that plays Niles? No. No. It's not Miles. Oh wait, I'm thinking <laughs> no, no, Daniel Davis is <laughs> name. Sorry, say, Miles was long gone <laughs> at this point. Um, it would have been amazing if that had been him. No. And also, they also wrote a variation of the theme, which happens in the credits. So there's the theme song, but then you also hear a like because it, it sounds similar, but it's not actually like the theme song. So, right. and I just love that it's just this beautiful jazz. Um, I've actually performed the song a few times just for laughs myself, and it's just like just the way that the Chord, like the chord progression is so stacked like there's so many like like sevenths ninths that like in in the actual chord progression itself the running jazz of it all this like because it is it, i don't think it, i wouldn't really call it swung but it's definitely like yeah and it's not easy to sing either like it's not a, it's not a singable theme until you get to um the nanny <laughs> well, I think if you know the you, it's it's almost like it's very quick. It, it is, is very very quick. quick, and that iconic like the like the animation of her like getting kicked yes. out of the shop and then driving over the um, bridge, the bridge yes. to Manhattan and everything like Selling that. Selling makeup. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Writing um with um on her resume with lipstick, like all that yes. kind of stuff. So I really, really, really just think that that's a great original theme song. Mm. Um, my second choice, oh, also, sorry, um, before I move on to my second choice, the show only ever won one Emmy in really? its entire run, which is, I think, yeah. is a huge misjustice totally. to the show because it's written so, um, like you watch it now and you think it's a little bit, it is a little bit naff in some way, but... Mm then like you because they had running gags the entire time you know that when Niles and Cece are in the room Niles is going to shade (laughs) Cece and and burn her like there's no tomorrow Um, you know the whole like underlying romance of um, or there was a whole thing about how uh, Mr. Sheffield said he loved her and then he took it back and then he yeah. said it again and he took yeah. it back like that whole thing um, just and how stupid Val is her best friend like yes. it's and and they actually had some huge stars on that show too because it was very Broadway themed with their um, approach like even Elizabeth Taylor yeah. was on the show for one episode like really really huge juggernaut 90s sitcom well, wasn't Mr. Sheffield a Broadway producer yes and, yeah, and, the, and his competition was always Andrew Lloyd Webber yes, that was the whole right. that was always the thing yeah <laughs> And so I remember one part, the, um, his show failed and Cats was like going to number one and he goes, Andrew Lloyd Webber is God. <laughs> Which is sad, hilarious. Sad well, we'll move on to my second choice. 
Uh, thanks for asking, Liam. <laughs> what, is it? what is it? Tell me. Tell me. <laughs> we, we've been joking about how it's when it's my turn to be interviewed, I don't even let the interviewer speak. I just no. keep on talking <laughs> for like the I entire said, time. you don't need an interviewer, baby. Um, so the next choice I have is another one that I think is iconic, and that is I Don't Want to Wait by Paula Cole, which is the theme for Dawson's Creek, uh, which it was a huge show in its time, like yes. that teen drama. It went from 1998 to 2003, so I think it had like five or six seasons. Yep. I think I had the DVDs at one point, but I've lost, like, I haven't watched DVD in a long time, so. <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm pretty sure Dawson's Creek is on Stan now. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> you know, it was filmed in North Carolina. Where near, you're from? My dad's from. Where, you, where, where your dad's, dad's from, from yes. Yeah. And yeah. it had, and but like, it ended up like James Vanderbilt was, beca- yeah. got a huge um, launching off that show. Michelle Williams was on that show. Um, oh, <laughs> Sabi's like, I don't know who that is. Michelle Williams, <laughs> she um, has like, had many, many roles. Recently, from what I know, she played um, Hugh Jackman's wife in The Greatest Showman. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, she also played, she played Marilyn Monroe. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, my oh. week was it my week with Marilyn or something yes, like that. Yes, my week yeah. with Marilyn. That's isn't that this? Isn't there a woman in Destiny's Child named also called Michelle yeah, Williams? Okay, yeah. so that's, that's why I was like going, <laughs> what? Yeah. No. Um, but uh, okay. and also uh, Katie Holmes is um, from uh, Dawson's yes, Creek. Joshua yes. Jackson, but he had fame from the Mighty Ducks. He was Charlie Conway in the Mighty Ducks. Um, so obviously I don't know who these people are <laughs> uh, but anyway the Paula Cole song is actually its own song in itself but yes. Dawson's because Dawson's Creek had another theme I'm pretty sure before they used this one is oh. that correct? Oh, no I'm thinking One Tree Hill I'm thinking One Tree Hill no so um, and just so iconic I'm, I don't want to wait for our lives to be over yeah, yeah no I, I know her song I know that song very well yes I didn't realise that it was the theme for Dawson's Creek and it just it like I, I mean, I know what da- I've never watched Dawson's Creek, but I know what it is, and I just feel that that song seems a way too adult yeah. <laughs> for that show. <laughs> I mean, it, because that that's a it's a great song. She it's had two babies, great song. and then I'm just like. What really? <laughs> one oh. was six. One, one was three. Yeah, I'm like, I think yeah. I think, I think she talks about like yeah, a single mom, and then she talks about how like um, a husband coming back from war or something. Like, yeah, really, I, I honestly <laughs> real believe emotional. it's just that chorus. The I don't want to wait. That's really the only thing that was linking the song to the show. Which is probably why we only ever heard that part in the TV. In the TV, theme, TV okay, the, that makes the sense. chorus. <laughs> so it was a huge teen drama back in the late nineties, early two thousands. Okay. Um, my next choice is actually like I call this like the next part like when i think of dawson's creek i think of this show as well because it started right when dawson's creek ended (laughs) and so this is the one that i was talking about so one tree hill Mm. it had a different theme to begin with and then they chose this theme like this song as the new theme and i love this song and it's called i don't want to be by gavin DeGraw. it's actually my dream to like play it on piano and sing it for some one time it's and it goes um i don't want to be anything other than what i've been trying to be lately all i have to do is think of me yeah it's really really it was a really big song like back in the mid 2000s that's one i yeah. know this song as well love it and again yeah. I think it's too big for this TV show. I saw him was like, who are these kids? <laughs> it's, like, it's like having a five-year-old and, you know, having come together, you know, yeah. <laughs> for a, like a preschool show. <laughs> and the show famously starred Chad Michael Murray, who was like a Hollywood heartthrob at the time. And um, uh, also, oh, what's her name? The, uh, 
she, her, the character's name is Brooke Davis, but I forget her real name in real life just for now. But like, it was a really, really, um, yeah, really, really big show at the time. It went for, I'm pretty sure it went for nine seasons. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so it started in 2003 and went right up. I remember watching the finale episode in like 2012, 2013. Yeah, it, it went until 2012. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah. Me- I remember watching the final episode. And the final episode of a series finale sometimes can be really <laughs> underwhelming sometimes. insane. <laughs> yes, it is. And so I love that song. I love um, that it's a piano piano and guitar-driven song as well, which is very much the sound. So One Tree Hill also, one of the characters was like, they had lots of like blues and roots famous singers that would come through the show and mm. things like that like it was really like they were they had the perfect um blend of like mainstream and obscure with yeah. their with like the kind of music they had on their soundtracks in um one tree hill is the reason why i found out who adele was so in season five they um had hometown glory playing for one of the um scenes mm. and i remember i was sitting with my friend and we were like what is this song it's really really cool because this was back in 2008 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and so we kind of i think we googled the soundtrack listing for season five and we found that it was hometown glory by adele and so this is like i'd never heard um chasing pavements before that i'd never heard um like uh, my same, like all the stuff from the nineteen album. Um, her her Bob Dylan cover of "Make You Feel My Love." You don't know who Adele is? No, I know who Adele is. I just don't know any <laughs> of that music. <laughs> oh, right. If you're if you're a true Adele fan, then you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, Do now, you know I, Liam? Microsoft. <laughs> oh, Adele. <laughs> I used good to have one, one of those. <laughs> good one. I love uh, that. Was a good one. Uh, you, I'm get, you get a, a, a um, you get a. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> or a, yeah, oh. well, you can choose which one. Oh, Liam, 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 Liam. Let's not break the sound. Oh my gosh. Um, my next one, and I've actually this has been a last minute edit because I realised that this is actually more important. This theme song is more important than the one that I originally wrote down. And this one is uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme that I've ch- chosen uh, for, okay. yeah, song number four. Okay. I was oh. actually inspired to change it, like, today. <laughs> okay, because I was to say, well, who, who are you replacing it? Um, you'll, fi- you'll find out when I don't mention one. <laughs> but uh, So with Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, like, Iconic, we all know that. Mm-hmm. This is a story all about how my life got flipped and upside down. And I'd like to take a minute just to sit right there. I'll tell you how I came, how I came the Prince of a Town called Bel-Air. Mm-hmm. And what I loved about Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and though I think why it was so iconic, like because I dare say the Jeffersons opened the door for this show, to be quite honest. Yeah. Uh, which is why I thought that this was, this is a really really great choice to talk about is because they put um, people of color they were rich they were had really mm. well to do jobs mm. they were in Bel Air like that's mm. a really well to do place in L A like wealthy place in LA. Um, and so it was this whole thing of like you know it's not just about Caucasian people um, or white people you know that mm. that are well to do like you know colored people can have those they can be lawyers they can be yep. really successful businessmen like all that kind of stuff and so that's why I thought the show always um elevated yes. um race and culture mm-hmm. as well which, and so and that song is just like i s- still rap it to this day i think yeah. <laughs> and it also showed a, a bit of a you know like the socioeconomic difference as well yes. you know with 
Will Smith coming from South Philly. Yes. You know, and moving to Philadelphia. Oh, oh, sorry, West Philadelphia, born oh, sorry. and raised. Whatever. West Philly, South Philly, it's Philly. West Philadelphia, born and raised <laughs> on the playground where I spent most of my days. Chilling, Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool, cool while shooting some b ball, ball outside, outside of the, the school. <laughs> when a couple of guys, they were up to no good, started making trouble in my neighborhood. <laughs> but do you know that there's an extra verse to that song that we never hear? What's that? I don't know why we don't hear it. But Even in the full version? In the full version, there's another verse that oh, we yeah. Oh, there probably is, because I remember one time I, I had it, it was playing, and then about five minutes later, I went, is this song still going yes, on? right? <laughs> yeah, so I, I think it's, it's like one or two more verses in the song that we don't ever hear. So you, I mean, because it's a long intro, that it's long. It in, is long. It is long. Yeah, for a TV show. And um and uh, you know and I hear I, when I hear the song I always have cross colors in my head drop crotch pants snapbacks <laughs> with like propellers and, and just those like backwards ball caps yes yeah, like the, that quintessential <laughs> '90s look that I love um, like if, if when people say we're having a '90s theme party I'm going straight to Fresh Prince of yeah, Bel Air like right. that's TLC it. the whole thing yeah <laughs> oh TLC <laughs> oh, can we, I can't wait to talk about girl groups oh, anyway, anyway. Mm-hmm. and my final choice and I've gone a bit back in time is. Uh, I think I know what it's, it's a huge like I love 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 this song and it's um thank you for being a friend Golden Girls theme song yes. not um so the the version that we know from the TV show is not the actual version it's an original the original song was actually by a guy oh. and then they re-recorded the theme with um I think her name's Cynthia Fee and and that's the version that we know from the television yeah. show the yeah. upbeat one i just think like what a great uplifting similar to what you were talking about asabi about like when you hear some like themes from a, of sitcoms from a certain era in television mm-hmm. that feel good thing yeah that's um right. just like those women were hugely iconic characters um very talented women mm. as well i think i was listening to an interview with um uh who's the one that plays is it the one B. Arthur? Yeah, B. Arthur. I was listening yep. to B. Arthur. They would have rewrites on like minutes before mm. shooting and they, and she just could She's she was very talented. Yeah, she could retain that information. Yeah. Um also famous where uh, where Betty White, she comes Betty from White? that television show as yeah. well. And just the whole um like when you look that the humor was so forward for its time as well because it was very very provocative in, yes. in in some way the way that they would all burn each other like all the all the side comments like that it's still relevant now like mm. you, you like uh, any any person would be able to use that d- dialogue now and sure. like win an argument. <laughs> so I like, mean, that show was also really iconic because it was showing older women. Yes, you know, older exactly women right. living life and and being happy in life and being sexual and yes, you know, things that we just you know in Hollywood when a woman hits a certain age they tend to shove her to the side. Yes. And, this show didn't do that. Yeah. It was and it was fantastic. Really, and just fantastically written too. And I think mm. that's a big thing with like these big sitcoms is that the writers don't get enough credit for the fact that they're writing this stuff. Now the delivery obviously is down to the performer, sure, and that's iconic in itself. Yeah. But you go well, the the words have to come from somewhere. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's you know, like right. it, True. and um, but the, to be able to look at someone's performance, like you know, especially in comedy, and they're reading the script, hearing it. One way yep. when it could have been heard another way yep. by another 
comic actress or actor or whatever and just re- that's why I love it but yeah that theme song just there's actually a really um funny viral video of this guy he um riffs along to the Golden Girls theme song oh no <laughs> and he's like this, he's really really funny he's like this is my part right here like, really, <laughs> and I get tagged in it all the time <laughs> um because and and but yeah just uh what, and I think what our what we've achieved uh, in you know in discussing these TV themes is that, you know, it's the it grabs the essence of the TV show. Yes. Um, before the shows even before the, the the talking even starts, which is so 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 great. Yeah. Which I love, and yeah, I, they're they're my five choices. Oh, those are I amazing. do have some honorable mentions. Okay, oh, um, give us your honorable mentions. Uh, just uh, the Sex in the City theme song. <gasps> yeah. Boom boom boom. Boom, 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 ba, da, da, da. <laughs> uh, I that love show was that show. That show was a juggernaut at the time. Like oh. it was, and just you know, because had Sarah Jessica Parker and mm. the writer Michael Patrick King, um, yes. who's written. Um, he also is the writer and director of um, Two Broke Girls. Yeah. Um, also recently wrote um, and directed um, RuPaul's Netflix show that he had. Yeah. Um, AJ and the Queen. AJ and the Queen. Which, the Queen, which yes. unfortunately is not getting renewed. But I oh. also yeah, I have. Well, I'll, I'll talk about those other opinions yeah, off the air. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, just that and and yeah. It, it's, and it's not it has no melody like it's not no one's singing it's it's all orchestration yes, you know yeah, yeah. and in the movie they actually get the london symphonic orchestra i think to do a big orchestral version oh. of it as well which is really really cool yeah. yes um another one that i had is um the greatest american hero theme yes oh such, that's such a um, great believe oh. it or not i'm walking on, on it never thought i could be so free another great like early 80s feel good yes. sitcom oh. also i went a little bit more I, I wanted to talk about one more or not just give an honorable mention actually to uh, a newer show that from the last decade and that was true blood Yes. Um, and that song, I want to do bad things with you. Yes. Th- I thought that was such a cool theme song. That because was a very it, good theme song. It, especially because like, the show was very overly sexualized, especially in its first season. <laughs> it was hectic. And the whole like fetishization of vampires mm-hmm. and all that kind of... And I thought mm-hmm. that song really, really nailed the yep. vibe that they were going for. Yeah. So anyway, they're my choices. They're my honorable mentions as Amazing. well. Amazing. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. so good. Mm. All right, I think we're going to well, take... A short break. <laughs> we'll come back. We are. Oh, I think we are. I think we are going to take we'll a little take a break. short break, and we'll uh, we'll be back with some more. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. Yay. Yes, we are. Oh my gosh, it was really funny. I was actually just catching my breath because I'm like, God, I talked for a long time, and then. No, we're back again. Now we're back. Now we're back. Uh, what right. a great theme. This has been one of my favorite themes so far, actually. I love this theme as well. Yeah, this one and Michael Jackson, I think, has been my favorite one so far. Mm. Uh, so we today, we have been talking about our favorite TV themes. Asabi, Liam, and I have chosen our top five, plus a couple of, on- say that fast, plus a couple of honorable mentions, uh-huh. <laughs> which is great. And now it's time for my favorite part of the week, and that is... It's a flop. <laughs> so Asabi, Liam and I, we have TV themes that we don't like. <laughs> and we're going to add that to the mix as well. So first of all, Asabi, can you please let us know what your flop of the week is? Oh, my God. Okay. Th- this was a show that I actually loved. I did yes. love the show. But I always thought the music, the theme music was a bit hokey. Yeah. So it was a show back in the 90s called Small Wonder about oh, yeah. a little 
girl robot. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was a terrible Wait, show. Wait, isn't this the show that... that no, that's a different. I'm thinking of a movie. Isn't there, there was one where like you you wanted to be an engineer because of the? No, oh, that's a movie. No, 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 that was a movie. All yeah, right. no, no, no. Well, this show definitely did not make me want to be an engineer. Um, and the name of the song is "She's a Small Wonder," and it just it, it sounded like a throwback to the 1950s. And then midway, I think it ran for four seasons, and midway through they sort of tried to update the song to make it right. sound more <laughs> hip. I guess, yes. and it just sounded terrible. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow. <laughs> that exactly. Is it was a flop. huge no, 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 no. My goodness. Well, thank you for letting us know that. Yeah. Liam, what is your flop of the week? My flop of the week is uh, the neighbors theme. <laughs> Wait, okay, that one has definitely been revamped many times over the year. Are you talking about the original one from the 80s? I'm I'm going to go with all of the above. <laughs> Maybe. I think it's probably because I never got into the, the soap that it was anyway. Oh my, um, God. my family never watched it, so I never watched it. Um, but I've I never watched it. I don't oh, even know no. what the theme the, the sounds like. The theme goes, like. neighbors, everybody needs good neighbors. <laughs> That's literally what the theme is. That sounds I, terrible. I, I, That's when good neighbors become good friends. That's where it goes. Yeah. yeah. That right? And Josh, that is my favorite version. There you go. Oh, well, you're, you're, Cut you're, and print. you're giving me my ideas for, for my next acapella video. Probably. Oh, dear God, help us. No, I actually do have a really um, cool idea, and we've already talked about the song tonight. So, Uh-oh. yeah, which is cool. Well, Liam. Well done. That is your flop. So now, Josh, <laughs> yes? I'm curious to know what your flop is. <sighs> I feel like I'm going to get in so much trouble by my friends for this. My flop TV theme is Hello world, this is me, la should be, oh, oh, yeah, fun for everyone. That's the Saddle Club. That's the Saddle Club, yeah. Oh, Asabi wouldn't know what what the Saddle Club is. Okay, so the Saddle Club was a huge tween show on ABC, and it was about three girls that were horse riders. Oh, Saddle Club. And they were called the Saddle Club. That sounds horrid. It was a huge show. <laughs> it was massive. Um, they should have changed the name. And it had an actor terrible. in it that actually ended up um, getting going into McLeod's Daughters. So he got, he got a, bit, a little bit famous because of the Saddle Club. And then he ended up being on McLeod's Daughters. Another horse show. Another horse show. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so that is my flop of the week. Oh. My... That is fair enough. Yes. <laughs> like, I know that, like, I will, my friends, when they hear this, will kill me for mentioning that. Wow. Why? Did they like the show? Well, we've definitely been inebriated to this song many times at oh, parties. <laughs> and so I think, like, it's the, it's really, really funny because you know how, like, one of the most overused words in pop culture today is iconic. Like every, we have said it yes, so many times. Everything's today. iconic. Oh my god, so iconic. Oh my god, you cross the street. That's so iconic. It's like, like amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, do you remember this show? It was so iconic. Like, and so with the sad, like, there's sometimes things like you you have nostalgia because it's stupid, not because it's actually good. Sure. That's that for me. Right. 
Does that make okay. sense? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so it's iconic, but for all the wrong reasons. Of course. <laughs> it's, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. So that also, I love that in this playlist, you're going to get uh, the Golden Girls, you're going to get uh, Scooby-Doo, you're going to get the Jeffersons, and you're going to get the Saddle Club uh, oh, God. <laughs> in this playlist. <laughs> what a great smorgasbord of sounds and so sonics. Eclectic. Yeah. So eclectic. So eclectic. So stereophonic sound. Oh, baby. Mm. All righty. Well, that is another week. That is five episodes. Five episodes. Five episodes that were done in the can for Shuffleology. Well, have you had a great time, Liam? I have. Yes, and Asabi. Oh yeah, I've had a fabulous time. Amazing. I have as well. And so that is another week. We're signing off. Thanks for coming into the lab with us. Thanks, everyone. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey there, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. It's Matt Young, and I want you to listen to the Story Chunder podcast. It's based on the live event where Brisbane storytellers tell true and sometimes embarrassing stories from their lives for the delight and approval of a live audience. So listen in to the Story Chunder podcast. I'll see you at the Chunder. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.